In 2009, I had the idea to buy Billionaires.com. The Billionaires.com miniseries is your chance to get hyper-valuable and unique takes from celebrity billionaires like Mark Cuban, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, and many more. And this guy said, this is great, I love it, I'll give you two and a half million. This series gives you access to exclusive insights from in-person and audio interviews hosted by none other than the founder of the Family Office Club, Richard C. Wilson. Get started now with an official introduction to the $1 billion plus Expert Insights miniseries and see what these nationally renowned billionaires have to say about winning and succeeding in the game of capitalism. This guy, like, like of all the power players I've had in here, he's the smartest guy we've had here. No doubt. All right, next up, we have uh, one of our headline speakers most of you are familiar with, uh, Grant Cardone. He's CEO of Cardone Capital, international speaker, entrepreneur, and author of the 10X Rule and creator of the 21 best-selling business programs. Grant Cardone owns and operates seven privately held companies and a $1.6 billion portfolio with over 7,000 multifamily units. He was named the number one marketer to watch by Forbes magazine. Cardone is also the founder of the 10X Movement and 10 Growth, 10X Growth Conference, the world's largest business and entrepreneur conference. I was just speaking to him uh, about a 30,000 person event he recently put on and he says his next event is going to be smaller with only 13,000 professionals. Uh, so I thought that was interesting and I'm excited to have Grant share his thoughts for the third time here at the Family Office Club and at the Super Summit. I remember a few years ago when he said he was going to raise $100 million, and now he's raised $300 million for his real estate portfolio. So I think there's a lot to learn from Grant that'd be relevant to many family offices and investment management firms here in the room. So let's give Grant a big welcome up to the stage. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Good, good. So look, what, I just want to take a few minutes and share with you uh, some things that we've learned since the last time I was here. The last time I was here, I, I stood over here on this side of the stage. We were in some other place, right, Richard? Marriott. So their budget went up. They obviously making more money. They came to the Ritz this time. And uh, I said there, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise $100 million without I'm going to raise $100 million going directly to retail investors. Those people in the room kind of chuckled. Oh, yeah. That's funny. We're in Miami. Everybody talks big in Miami. We raised over $300 million in 25, minutes, uh, 25 months using Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, which most of the room... How many of you have a TikTok channel? Hand, handful. I have no clue what to do with TikTok. Um, and, and so I'm just saying that because there's people there, okay? I'm 61 years old. I should not know anything about social media. I probably raised more money on social media in the last two years than any other human being on planet Earth. Um, and we're, we're basically providing people with a very simple proposal. That is institutional quality real estate. The cash flows the first month that you own it. We distribute cash every month. Uh, on a monthly basis, not on a quarterly basis, because I think quarterly uh, or uh, monthly distributions are vitally important both to the investor and to the person trying to raise the money. It, it, it produces a sense of, uh, of, of uh, uh, dependability. Very, very easy story to tell. And um, this is what we've learned from doing that. Okay, we have about a billion. Uh, we'll, we'll be at what, $2 billion by, by March, March of next year. We buy everything. We buy multifamily only. I do not buy 
or construct anything new. We don't do condos. We don't do single family houses. We don't do storage. We do 300 to 500 unit apartment complexes, uh, anywhere from Phoenix, Arizona to Florida. We'll buy anything in Florida. If it's got Florida on it, we buy Florida. Who loves Florida? Dude, Florida, I'm telling you, folks, we're in for the next 25 years. You're going to see the biggest boom. You're going to see a, a super cycle on apartments in the United States of America. You're going to see a decline in single family residences. People are going to start moving away from owning homes and they're going to rent as a choice. It will not be an economic decision maker. It will be a choice, a lifestyle choice that people will rent where they live and they will invest their money other places. It will not be in a house. And you're seeing this happen. I've been saying this for five years now. The single family home in America is dead. It's not coming back. It's never gonna come back. If you look at the last 25 years of interest rates in this country, they're going like this and housing ownership is going like this too. And you can't blame it on millennials. There's not enough millennials to actually make that graph go that way, okay? Who's making that graph go down? Ownership in America, home ownership is 61%. Who's making that go down? It's the people in this room, the baby boomer. They're like, I owned a house. How many of you in a room owned a house already? How many of you in the room would agree it's not the American dream? So once you, once you know, hey, this ain't a dream, I gotta mow the grass. In my dream, I do not mow the grass. In my dream, I do not have to replace the appliances. In my dreams, their dreams are good, okay? In my dreams, my money you know, multiplies over and over. Every three to five years, it doubles and triples. In my dreams, when I'm investing money, I get paid every month. I don't pay for it every month. So a uh, couple things that we found out. I'm gonna share five things with you that we found out in the last, well, since the last time I was here. Number one, the everyday investor is dying, hungry, for dependable cash flow. The number one part of our story that works, if I'm on Instagram for 15 seconds, is number one is I provide monthly distributions. The REITs don't provide it. Goldman doesn't provide it. JP Morgan doesn't provide it. AT&T doesn't provide it. Coca-Cola doesn't provide it. Companies that are multi, Apple doesn't provide a, a monthly distribution. So when, when, when I'm telling a story to a retail investor or to a family fund, uh, a family office is, hey, we provide monthly distributions, 15th of the month, we send out distributions from the cash flow of our property. Number two, uh, the family office, uh, the family office should, your family office, how many family offices here? You guys should be using social media. There's people there. The only way to get money is through people. Billions of people are on social media. It is the new TV. Uh, Discovery, Discovery had a hit show last year. One million people watched that show. It's called Undercover Billionaire, okay? That was their hit show. Their first hit show in three years had a, had a million people, right? I'll have a million people see my Instagram page this week. Without a TV channel, I can say what I want, do what I want. I'm not regulated. I can use it every three minutes. Every 30 minutes, every three hours, I can do whatever I want with that page, okay? Um, by the way, the retail investor never gets access to inst institutional size deals. JP Morgan is not gonna communicate to the retail investor. They're not gonna tell a story, they're on CNBC. That's their channel, okay? Goldman's 
on, on, on CNBC. They're on the Fox business. Instagram allows me to open up to billions of people on planet Earth that are sitting there watching their thread all day for everything from Floyd Mayweather to the, to the crazy thing that happened in Golden Beach this morning to, to whatever I might want to promote to them. Number three, relationships matter. Uh, we have we have the type of real estate that we buy today is typically uh, an institution is either going to own it or I'm going to be competing with an institution to purchase it. So I will not buy a piece of real estate that other people are not interested in buying. I want three or four or five or six other players. I would like to have 15 people looking at the deal down to three or four qualified people that will buy the deal. And I'd like half of those people to be institutions. Like I would love for Blackstone to be an actual buyer, a competitive buyer on a deal that I'm trying to purchase. Relationships matter, okay? And, and this is what I've learned. Who knows me and what they know about me matters more than what I'm gonna offer for that property. The broker, the broker, the one or two brokers in every city, Houston, Austin, uh, across Alabama, all of Florida, Tallahassee's different than Tampa, Tampa's different than Orlando, Orlando's different than Miami. There's one or two brokers in every market that control the market. Seller does not control the market, the broker controls the market. What that broker says about me to that seller will determine whether or not I get that deal. And so relationships definitely matter. Uh, number four, social media is completely underplayed by everybody in the commercial real estate market and in the financial markets. This, this, this social media thing is brand new. Richard's probably one of the only people in the family office space that is correctly using social media. There's 850 people here. Qualified people. I bought a jet two years ago from Gulfstream and I said, hey, you guys should have me do your social media advertising. And Gulfstream was like, we don't think our buyer's there. I'm like, excuse me? We don't think the people that buy jets, uh, uh, buy, that fly private are using social media. So, okay. Uh, where I live in Golden Beach on Sunny Isles, Regalia, uh, the Regalia 38 unit Regalia building. When I bought a, a unit there, I said, uh, I told the guy that sold, sold me, I said, I should do your social media. I have, you know, about 10 million people following me on social media. We raised a bunch of money on social media. Uh, you should have me do your social media. Uh, 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 we don't think our buyers on social media. I said, I just bought unit 33. Who in the room is on social media of some sort? You looked at something on a phone today. Okay, good. It's a TV, folks. This, this is not, it's not, it's nothing new about this thing. It is a TV in your pocket rather than a TV in your limber room. Okay. And it gives me the ability to communicate. I don't have to go through Fox business anymore. I don't, I don't need Fox business in their 300,000 view, viewers that are all skewed. I can communicate to anyone, anytime, any time of the day and, and control the advertising. Okay. The last thing I would share with you is this particularly in real estate and probably in all deals. Bigger is always better. Bigger is always better. It is easier for me to do a $140 million real estate transaction just up the street, 507 units, one close, one deal, one, one uh, due diligence. It's easier for me to do a $140 million deal than it is for me to do five deals that are 30 million bucks each. And that $140 million deal, when things are right, will make me more money than the smaller deals. Easier to do, fewer people looking at them. It's gonna make me more money. 
harder to build, bigger barriers to entry, bigger deals are always better. I did an event here in Miami because um, people matter. How many believe people matter? People matter. I, I, I drove up here today, got out of my truck. I said, keep it up front. He's like, yeah, Mr. Cardone, I'll keep it up front, please. He knows me. That guy knows me. I don't know him. He knows me. He knows me because of some dumb social media channel. Okay, and, and so I flip him the keys, he keeps the car up front. But he, his dad, his mom, his uncle, his aunt, somebody he knows, while he might not be an investor with me, somebody he knows might be. We hosted an event here February this year, this past year, 2019. 34,800 people in Miami Marlins Stadium. Who's been to the Marlins Stadium before? You never been there with 35,000 people? Barely 3,500 people. Okay. I told, I told, I told Derek, I said, when, when I was uh, going to use the place, I said, Derek, I'm going to put more people in, in your stadium than have ever walked into your stadium, ever. He's like, that won't be hard. I said, yeah, but I'm going I'm to put 35,000 people in here. He's like, man, wh when do you want it? When do you want it? Let me see if it's available. Oh, it's available. Trust me. I guarantee you it's available when I want it. He's like, when's it, when, when, what's your date? What's your date for your conference? I said, it's available, trust me. He's like, what is the date? Super Bowl weekend. Would, how many of you think Marlin Stadium would be available Super Bowl weekend last year, this year? Before the Super Bowl comes to Miami, obviously next year it probably won't be. 35,000 people showed up for Marlin Stadium and I'm not even in the event business. So the question I ask is why with somebody running a family office, somebody trying to protect wealth, somebody trying to take care of their own family's wealth. Why would you spend the time to put a bunch of people in a stadium? Because everything you want, somebody else has. And, and, and the more people that know you, the more people that know about your mission, whether you're running a charity or you're trying to do an event like this, or you're trying to raise money for real estate, or you're trying to make, uh, raise money for, for a hedge fund, or you're trying to protect your own money, the more people that know you, the better off you are. We're, we're now in a world where the president of the United States, like, like I, I said this six years ago, if I could get half the people to hate my guts, I could be the president. And I think Trump heard it. He's like, that's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go on Twitter. And get them to get because if they don't know you, they can't help you. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people wasting time on social media. And there's a handful of people that are actually utilizing that that platform uh, uh, to to facilitate the things that they want. It just so happens at Cardone Capital, all we buy is real estate. All I all I do there, we do two things every year. I, I put people in events. We educate people on finance and real estate and sales. We work with. Uh, Fortune 500 companies to increase their revenue in their company. And the rest of the time, what I do out of those two ventures right there is I put, uh, I take any leftover money that is created for my seven businesses and I invest in real estate. And all that real estate does is a, a couple things. It's located in strong job markets, very big properties, three to 500, 700 unit properties. Could be in Maryland where we just closed a deal. Could be in Houston, Texas. Could be in Austin. All got kind of the same job story around them. A lot of hospitals, a lot of good schools, good areas. We're not looking for the most expensive. We don't buy condos on the beach. Those are dead. They're going to stay dead. Sorry to tell you, to, 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 if you just bought one, sorry. 
It doesn't produce income. If it doesn't produce income, it's not going to do anything. The value of the property is going to be based on the income that it produces in the future. And that's how property will be valued, just like a company. A company is valued based on how much profit or and or cash flow it can produce. Or if it doesn't produce cash flow, how many subscribers or users does it have? Those, those are the companies that have big values because there's so many people in that, in that, uh, that, that eco, ecosystem that they have. So all we purchase, all I do is take the money out of those first two, two distribution networks, people and, and training companies, and we put that money into real assets that produce cash flow in st strong job markets, anywhere from Texas, particularly a, a low tax rate states, Arizona, Texas, Alabama, Florida, the Carolinas, Georgia. All that money from New York and New Jersey and Connecticut, it will continue to drift south. And as they continue to, to make insane decisions with their, with their, how, they, how they treat businesses there, that money will continue to drift down to warm states where there are low tax rates. So we're seeing lots, lots of people shift down here now as renters that owned in New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and Chicago. They're drifting down now. They're renters by choice. And that demographic, that demographic, these are not 30-year-olds looking for new jobs. These are 53-year-olds that are moving into retirement into the later stages of their life as renters by choice. Okay? We're hearing stories of people saying, I'm cashing out the equity in my home of 200 grand and the wife and I are going to travel on the money. We're, here, we're having 20% of the people that invest, 20% of the $300 million that we've raised has come out of retirement account, 401ks that are self-directed, IRAs that are self-directed, uh, SEPs that are self-directed, and people saying, hey, I want to invest that money in a real asset, okay, where you pay me monthly, I get a distribution every month, and I get the depreciation with that asset because they're a partner. You're actually a partner with me in the real estate. So we pass on the uh, depreciation and the tax advantages to you as a partner. Uh, and, and you get the value advantage upside of the leverage, the amortization and the appreciation. OK, I want to thank Richard again for having me back this year. Really appreciate all of you being uh, interested in your wealth, protecting your wealth. It's an example that needs to be told to all Americans. You know, I don't know if you know this, but 76% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. 76%. 7.6 people out of 10 live paycheck to paycheck. People in this country don't know how to keep get money. They don't know how to keep it. And they don't know how to multiply it. Give yourselves a big hand because you figured all that out. Thank you very much.